You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori back with you for the Express. Uh, rip Braun Strowman, because that Express is no longer rolling. We're here to talk about NXT TakeOver in your house. Uh, Dan, what are your initial thoughts on this five-match card, which has um, somehow even more championship matches than ever before? Did they, sorry, did they jump to six? Oh, one, two, six three, now, or am I wrong? Five. I have five, but maybe there's something I'm missing. I'm going by the NXT website, though, so things could change. Okay. And we're taping this on a well, Saturday afternoon. You probably know more than me, uh, but probably if, if I'm being honest, what I'm uh, to me, it's it's a two uh, card show for me. But you know, I I, I haven't been following NXT as closely, but I'm, so I'm being honest, and and the the two matches are the five way and the ladder yeah. match. Okay, so let's start with the five way, or, or let me say this: I, I'm looking at this, and it's been a very interesting time because. I have been comparing AW Dynamite to SmackDown. And my takeaway is I'm enjoying SmackDown more as a show. But if you go back to Double or Nothing and look at that as a card, you look at Stadium Stampede, you look at Britt Baker getting the women's title, I don't see anything on this card that strikes me as being on that level. But we'll go through it and and maybe we'll be surprised. I think that's always a possibility with these short NXT shows that you just get a short good show and you finish on a good feeling and, you know, you're happy. So... We will see. But let's start with that main event, which will, you know, I, I can't imagine they don't finish with this. As you mentioned, NXT champion, Karrion Cross, of course, with Scarlett. Um, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to speculate on what people are thinking when she comes down to the ring, along with Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, uh, Pete Dunne. That is the fatal five-way, because WWE will never call it a five-way dance. Um, surprised they didn't do a championship scramble. But I guess, Dan, when, when you look at this, either cross has to keep the title or it goes to Adam Cole. I, I just, I can't see Pete Dunn and Gargano who have largely been losers and Kyle O'Reilly, who they don't seem willing to commit on. I, I just can't see the title going to anyone else. I absolutely not. Uh, I don't see any of them doing, I, I'm liking cross more and more hmm. uh, other than the possibility that I think, or I'm hearing, I don't think I'm hearing that hmm. Vince McMahon also likes carrying cross so mm-hmm. if he's to move up that maybe you do i'm also hearing the same about uh cole so one or both yep. of them are moving up shortly and, uh, and i i don't when i say moving up i mean that's you know relatively uh, yes um it, it's 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 often more unfortunately more often than not a step back for many of the nxt talent that moves to the raw or smackdown uh so I don't see anybody beating Cross until, unless or until Walter comes along. Very, very interesting. So, so I watched, and I don't recommend most people watch this, the NXT Global Press Conference this afternoon, just before we taped here. And what was very interesting to me is that Adam Cole got a question about moving up to Raw. Karrion Cross did not. Now, obviously different members of the media are putting these questions out. So WWE is cherry picking them. They didn't even let these guys ask the questions on Zoom. Wade Barrett read them out. So they were very, very controlled. Um, And certainly they could edit them out down to the point they want. But that says to me that either that's a red herring and it's Cross who's going to go up. But I agree with you. Whoever wins this match is probably the person that's got, and it might only be a few months because there is a draft. They could take one of these guys and put them on both shows ultimately. And I think it's very telling that Finn Balor has just sort of disappeared, whether that means they want to move him up again, whether that means they reinsert him into this picture at a later point. Um, I think it can go either way. But uh, yeah, I just, I can't see 
And I think the biggest problem with this, Dan, is I really feel like it should have been Adam Cole versus Karrion Cross. I'm not really sure beyond maybe Kyle O'Reilly um, what these guys really add to the match. No, I mean, that could have been uh, one-on-one. Um, but I, I did like, I don't know, I don't know why, but I, hmm. this is the most I've ever liked Cross. I liked, hmm. I, but it's for a heel champion. Would you consider him? I mean, he's heel. I mean, yeah, it's tough to say, honestly, Dan. I feel like he's been a tweener, like not in a good way. But I guess because you're right, because what what he did was an extremely baby face thing, where he said, "No, no, no, I want all five of them, or all four of them, excuse me, yeah. at once, right?" Because mm-hmm. I want to deal with them all at the same time. It's like, okay, that's a cool thing to do, right? Uh, that was a very baby face thing. So he's like, okay, I like, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I didn't really get behind carrying cross for a while, but I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I think he's the guy, and t- again, until either Walter or possibly Bronson Reed uh, do a title versus title, I don't think mm. any, anything's going to happen there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting. Now, the NXT Women's Championship is on the line. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Now, there's two problems with this. A, I don't really think Ember Moon is going to win the title. B, mm. Raquel Gonzalez, I've heard reports that she's a little injured, um, so she could be very diminished in this match. So I think... What we're probably going to get is Dakota Kai, sneak attacks Ember Moon, Shotzi mm-hmm. Blackheart, from what I understand, is injured. So either she's not at ringside or she's there at a diminished capacity. Um, and I think, you know, Raquel gets sort of, you know, through it with the help of Dakota Kai, and then they move her on to the next program, maybe give her a bit of a break. I don't see any movement with this as well, right? So I, I and I didn't hear about that, uh, yeah. the potential injury, but I, even, even so, uh, or even if uh, Raquel is going to stay champion for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think they love her. I think she's a great fit. I think they're building her up. I think they have a lot of women to build her up. Um, Beyond Frankie Monet, who's also a heel, so that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, And certainly there's a Dakota program at some point, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's when... So maybe that's the move, is you eventually turn her face on Dakota, and then you set up a Frankie Monet match. But I don't think they're in any rush. They could just have her, you know crushing any of those great faces on NXT for three to six months, to be quite honest with you. And I'd be fine with it. I think she's interesting. I think this is a chance to show off the women's division. They have elevate different people, even temporarily. Um, and it makes the whole division look strong. Even if they all get up to the level of Raquel and they're knocked back down, it still makes the division. Look, wow. There's all these challengers who just couldn't overcome this diesel like figure and it's still pretty positive because they built Raquel up very, very well. It's, it's one of the better builds of a women's champion, even in NXT in some time. So uh, I give her a lot of credit for that. We'll move over to the NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed and the NXT champions, MSK, taking on Legato del Fantasma. Winner takes all six-man tag. Uh, I'm very happy about this, Dan, because it keeps us, at least at this moment, to five matches on the card. Who knows if that'll stick? They could very easily add a six-match. But I think this will be great. I like the dynamic of Bronson and MSK. Uh, and I like that, you know, Degato del Fantasma, they sort of, you sort of push them out of the cruiserweight title, which interestingly isn't on the line right now and might get added. And you brought them into this program. Um, but I, it'd be tough to see the titles switching hands. Yeah, and, and sorry, I said this was a, a two-match card, but I'm actually excited for this one as well. Mm. But I don't believe that it's far too early to take it off Bronson Reed. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to remain as it is. I, I believe so anyways, but I am actually excited for this. Yeah. And, and certainly, you know, I mentioned the cruiserweight title 
as of taping, not being part of this card. Maybe it's because there's a new title in town. It's the Million Dollar Championship <laughs> on a golden ladder match. Uh, NXT's website uh, neglected to mention in terms of the title that it was golden. Cameron Grimes and LA Knight, certainly the promos do, these two guys caught cut uh, on NXT this week. They made me both laugh. Uh, obviously, uh, you're going to have Ted DiBiase, I would assume, uh, at ringside doing something. But I think the tricky part here is, Dan, and I'm borrowing from sort of a What Culture podcast I heard, because I hadn't thought this. I don't think the Cameron Grimes character fits into the narrower box of a million-dollar championship. I think he is better as almost the antagonist to an L.A. Knight who is becoming that character. And I think the, the fans are into him, so I don't think you can turn such an over guy into a million-dollar man. I agree, and I think it'll be entertaining either way, but L.A. Knight should have this, and it's a shame because he should have had this for months before, obviously, we couldn't. the whole reason why Cameron Grimes has this gimmick is because of real-life events, so it happened, but in a perfect world, uh, L.A. Knight would have had this for months, and then the hobo Cameron Grimes came (laughs) up and and then take that title from him. Which, which should have been the case, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping LA Knight, I, I like them both. Uh, either way, it will be entertaining. I think LA Knight suits it. But if Cameron Grimes, I think it's a shorter lifespan to have him have that title. Uh, LA Knight will go a lot further with it, I believe. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And certainly, you know, Grimes, you could put him anywhere. You could put him in the NXT situation. You could put him in a tag team program. You could even in a pinch, put him against Karrion Cross just as a joke. And I think all of those things would work. Um, geez, you could have Cameron Grimes show up for a match with Raquel Gonzalez and just get squashed, and it would just be hilarious. So you can do anything with that man, and I'm all for it. Um, I, I usually don't like to say the worst matches last, but this is undoubtedly the case. Mercedes Martinez, and this is no knock on her. She's fantastic, but WWE doesn't really see her as the number one contender she should be going against Zia Lee, who maybe they can build up to that level, which is a positive here. Um, th- I will give them credit for literally the fifth and only non-title match on a card. There is a decent story here where Zia Lee, uh, this week on NXT, brought up the Mae Young Classic where she lost to Mercedes Martinez many, many years ago and brought up the revenge she wanted. And sort of now, because she has dragon powers, for lack of a better term, maybe now she can get her revenge. And, and I... What do you think? I think she probably will. Yeah. And I think that I'm seeing six months down the line that this is the one that takes out Raquel Gonzalez eventually. Ooh, I hadn't thought eventually. that far out. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I guess because, you know, we go back to what we said about Raquel. She turns face. She gets through Dakota Kai. Um, so you can get through some other competitors. And then in the background, Yoshirai. you have yeah, yeah. Yoshirai. You have Zaya building as this unstoppable force and, and very much Raquel is the immovable object, yeah. the old classic uh, showdown. And um, yeah, I think that that would be like, if this card is trying to tell us the future direction, I think that's the future direction. Not unlike if LA Knight, you know, we find him in an NXT uh, champion, uh, North American championship picture against Bronson Reed in the near future, sort of, title versus title, but probably not because LA Knight will never let go of that million dollar title, um, which would be interesting. Yeah, but certainly the in your house part of this, Dan, uh, gives me some hope. I think in terms of takeovers, 
this is the one that NXT actually has a pretty strong gimmick on. And we've seen the Halloween shows, uh, some of the more war games, some of the more gimmick shows are their better shows as opposed to like, here's TakeOver in Toronto, here's TakeOver in Portland, maybe Poppy's here. Um, I, I think that's very... And you know what? That's probably the sixth match is Poppy uh, sitting there with Io Shirai against Candice LeRae, which is not on the website at time of recording. Did you know who Poppy was before this? I, I Certainly from her past NXT performances and... It is a very um, somewhat disturbing but interesting deep dive to see some of her career and what she's done on YouTube. So I was aware of it before this feud, but only because of WWE. I had no idea who Bobby was before. She, before NXT. I feel like, you know how old talk shows used to have bands? And to some extent, Stephen Colbert still does this with John Batiste. She's sort of like the NXT band, right? She's like the Paul Schaefer to NXT, if that makes any sense. Cool. So... I, I kind of dig her music. It's also kind of weird, which I kind of like, and kind of fits this vernacular of what NXT's become. Yeah, I, actually, I don't even mind her music, but I, I just wasn't aware of her. And uh, but uh, but yeah, she's cool. Yeah, look, I would have loved if Io and maybe this will still happen if Io Shirai and Poppy got an NXT Women's Title match against mm-hmm. Candice. Oh, you think she's going to be in the ring? That, that those those were some of the speculation because EO could carry her. She doesn't have to. She do looks much. so fragile, this girl though. Like she looks yeah. like she would snap in half. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Especially Indy and uh, Candice could could certainly mm-hmm. snap her in half. But you don't have to do much. EO carries most of the match. You know, maybe at the very end when they're down and out, she tags and Poppy. Maybe one more time before that, she gets the final pinfall with like a splash or something off the top. And certainly Dexter Loomis could distract Indy Hartwell away. <laughs> And it ends with them holding the titles and Indy making out with Dexter and Candace just screaming. Okay. Like, look, I don't know. I don't know. Look, I don't know this person. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what she's, how much she's into, but I don't, just from, uh, this is prejudging. Yeah. But I, I don't believe that this person is going to put in the work that Bad Bunny put in. Yeah. No, no, certainly there isn't the time. Um, look, could she manage EO and say Shirai uh, or Saray? to a win, that's probably a more sure. reasonable because that's NXT. Yes. They're going to take the two Japanese wrestlers and try to do the Kabuki Warriors all over again. Yes. They, they might even use the same music because they're very, well, luckily Poppy's there, so they don't have to do that. Poppy can just play any of her songs and you know, I thought she was a good compliment to Io Shirai. Like, if she I wasn't did. if she wasn't a touring recording artist, like, I would have loved to see her manage Io Shirai. I actually think that would, because like, Io's already one of the best female wrestlers in the world. She already has a pretty good gimmick but she just doesn't have, like, I don't know how they haven't given her a manager at some point. This always drives me insane. Um, so if they could do that, man, that would be something else. <laughs> well, uh, again, I, I just, uh, just judging from what she looks like, I don't think that this girl is is willing to take some bumps. We'll yeah, no, no, I, I think the that. more I think about it, the more I think, put Saray in that spot, you can... Mm-hmm skyrocket her to a championship early in her run because they obviously believe a lot in her they've been very cautious of how they've used her but i think that would be a good way um hey and even if frankie monet uh, you know it just annoys everyone until she gets a partner and ends up in that division would be pretty interesting as well and certainly you have you know ember and Shotzi at some point will come back you've got a good amount of teams um so i think there's a lot to be said there and it is very peculiar that only the NXT women's tag titles are on the line. So I would be surprised if on the pre-show or somewhere else, 
like if, if the bells aren't on the line, it's going to be because Indy is too busy with Dexter and Loomis. So they'll certainly be a part of this show. Uh, yeah. So is that it? That's look, that's it, Dan. I have not fully charged my mic. I'm running on 30% battery with this. I have a USB adapter for an XLR, which is why I sound so good. So it's we great. will wrap up there. You and I will joke around after this because uh, I want to catch up with you, but that is NXT TakeOver in your house. Check it out. Uh, you can tweet me at BilalB87 on Twitter. I, I guess Instagram, but I wouldn't bother. And uh, enjoy the show. Dan and I will be back for Hell in the Cell, I presume. That's correct. I'm not looking forward to that as much as I'm looking forward to th- this, Dan, but always good to talk to you. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.